We wanted to tell you about our new website, swdyouthink.com. It has all the podcast devotionals and things we discuss on the podcast. You can listen to us on Apple, Spotify, and Stitcher. Please email us at swdyouthink at gmail.com. That's S-W-D-Y-O-U-T-H-I-N-K at gmail.com. Welcome to our show. The name of our show is What Do You Think? My name is Missy. And my name is Missy's brother. Yep. Okay, Robert. There we go. So now I have my wonderful sweet stepfather in the hot seat. I kicked mom out of the hot seat. Now I got you. So what in the world were you thinking when you met a woman with five kids and you said, I think I want to marry that woman? (laughs) I don't think I was thinking. (laughs) And you had five kids, and here you guys bring in uh, all that together. How I mean, that had to be crazy. Yes, it, it, it was crazy. And, uh, you know, the thing that we keep going back to is uh, Christ in us. Yeah. And uh, I know sometimes that uh, when I was hard to love, she loves Jesus so much mm-hmm. that she couldn't help but love me. I don't know if that makes <laughs> sense, but... And sometimes that's the way I felt, you know. Sometimes it was hard to love her like I should. Yeah. But the Christ in me wanted to love her like I should. And I've learned a big lesson about that, so. Yeah. Well, when you first came into my life, in our life, you and I were like oil and water. I mean, you couldn't have picked two people to be in the same house trying to live together. I mean, I was a mess. And you would probably say you were a mess. Yes. And, you know, there were there were some moments where I know you definitely, like, you and I got close and we saw something in each other. And I want to talk about that moment for me because the moment was <clears throat> I was a, a sophomore in high school. A mutual friend, my friend Ricky, died. He was, he was a, I think he was a junior or... Maybe I was a freshman and he was a sophomore. I can't remember exactly. And he, the the reason I knew him is he went to the Methodist church we all went to. And you knew his family and you knew him. And he was, he had gotten non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And he had been sick for a long time going through chemo and going through all the things they do. And uh, it wasn't as common as it is now. Like now you hear about that stuff all the time. But then it was like, uh, it didn't happen a lot. And um, he had gotten really sick, and he was in the hospital, and it was just kind of breaking my heart, you know, and you said, well, do you want to go see him? And I said, yeah, will you, will you take me up there? And I didn't know what I was in for, because I'd never seen a sick person like that. I'd never seen anything like that. And when I went in the room... He could barely speak. He could barely open his eyes. I mean, he literally was on his deathbed. He had the tent around him, giving him the oxygen and the humidity. And it just crushed me. I mean, it crushed me. I know it crushed you. And I remember walking out of the hospital, walking down the hall, and you just grabbed my hand, and we didn't say anything. But it was just an understanding or... A love that, to me, it's a potential of what we 
had in store for us, the kind of mm-hmm. love we share now. We had not seen that. And so for me to be that vulnerable as a little brat, bratty kid, uh, I just let you in and you let me in. And it was one of those moments that I'll always cherish. And um, now I get to live with you like that every day. Like yeah. how we got to this point, I don't even know when it started. Um do you have any insight into? Well, uh, first off, I agree with you. When your mom and I married, I was a stepfather, yeah. and you were a teenager. <laughs> well, you were becoming one. That's a bad mix. And a rebellious that, teenager. Let's and say. that doesn't mix. Yeah. But uh, uh, actually, Missy, uh, the first time I remember something, I picked you up. This is before your mom and I married. Yeah. Uh, one time she wanted me to pick you. I don't even know where I picked you up from, nor where I took you. Yeah. But I picked you up. Uh-huh. And my heart poured out in, into you at that time. I felt a connection to you. Mm. Uh, and uh, I know I've never told you this. I wish I could yeah. you could remember. Well, I don't remember, but it was before we were married. Yeah. And, uh, um, you know, and you and I talked. I don't remember what we talked about. Yeah. But we seemed, at that time, we seemed fairly close, mm-hmm. you know. And, again, you became a teenager, and I became a stepfather. <laughs> and that kind of throwed a wrench into the works. A so wrench. A, yeah. That's a... Was it in the car after I stole the car you picked me up? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't that time. <laughs> hey, you even stayed after that. That's true love right there. <laughs> But I think, you know, when you when you have all this uh, garbage and your heart, you've been through all this stuff and you're just hard and yeah. rebellious yeah. and you've been hurt. Yeah. I mean, plus I'm going through hormones and yeah. um, <clears throat> and you're dealing with your own stuff. You know, yeah. we're, we're all growing and everything. And it's just like, like we were just oil and water. And it took a while, like for us, you told me, you didn't think you were ever going to be able to love me like you love me now, like see me like you see me yeah, now. Yeah, that's true. And I think that is, we are speaking to how much God has changed me yeah. over the years and how much God has changed you. Yes, yes. And um, it's probably been the last three to four years, I would say, wouldn't you? Yeah. Maybe longer, but Maybe longer. really close, yeah. I would say, the last three or four years. Yeah. And... Uh, uh, I remember you asking me to do that first devotional. I was like, oh, Lord. <laughs> and uh, I learned from my grandmother a long time ago, you honor your mother and father. And I'm like, dang it, I have to do it. <laughs> I'm going to have to do that devotional. But uh, I think it's amazing how, God, you think you're not changing. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, a couple of years go by, and you'll be like, wow, I have really, I can see a lot of difference in me or you know, I yeah. can see a lot of difference yeah. in you. Yes. Over the years. Yes. Yeah. Um, so, do you have any kind of wisdom you want to impart? <laughs> well, uh, one thing is, the um, uh, Bible talks about, and you can take your perspective anyway, talks about those that endure. Mm-hmm. You know, we endured some, some stuff. Yeah. And uh, I made a lot of mistakes, I'll admit mine. You know, Me I was too. wrong. I was wrong. But, Me too. you know, that's where forgiveness comes in. That's what the whole reason Jesus came. Mm-hmm. 
But a, a few years ago, it was probably 10 or better. Mm-hmm. I began to pray one prayer for, from, from my father. Mm-hmm. And I prayed this. I prayed, Father, fill me with your love. Mm-hmm. Because I cannot love a person right unless I have your love in me. Because mm-hmm. you are love. Right. And I pray, I, I still pray that every day. As I wake up every day, I pray, Father, fill me with your love. Because there are a lot of people out there, and I have trouble loving them. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, but it just, uh, to me, that's, that was the turning point when I asked him to, love, to fill me with his love. Mm-hmm. I want it. I want it in me. I want to love that person that's hard to love. And uh, the, Better be the thing, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah that, that's true. Yeah, but the thing, the the thing is, mm-hmm. it's such a positive thing on my part. Right, you get back a hundredfold. Oh, exactly, what you're exactly. I mean, when I've started started loving you like I should, mm-hmm. like he wanted me to, then this bounced back on me. You've given me twice as much as I've given you. And it's just, uh, to me, I mean, the Scripture says, Give, and it shall be given unto you. Mm-hmm. Well, everybody talks about money, which it probably is in some sense. But I think it's giving of yourself to someone else, a love to someone else. Right. And it'll be given to you. And you want a blessing, give a blessing. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's where I came from. That's what I believe, and I'm sticking with it. <laughs> <laughs> well, what I saw is like, uh, when you and mom got together, it seemed y'all both just grew a lot after that. Like it was just like, yeah, yeah. maybe y'all were different before, or like you were different. I don't know, but I just knew y'all were doing a lot in the church at that time. Yeah, which I had no interest in really at that time. Yeah, well, until I was older. Well, we were doing some stuff that probably wasn't a whole lot of benefit in it to anybody. But well, you didn't you, know you, at you, the time. No, you you trying and you yeah. seeking. Along the way, God plants people in your life that will help you grow a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, and uh, to to sharpen, you know, iron sharpens iron. And uh, I mean, I'm getting people in my life even today at 82 that'll sharpen me. Mm-hmm. I need it. Yeah. I'm still, I'm still coming through. You know, <laughs> You're still growing, things. aren't you? Well, you never stop growing. There's an old song, the verse is, and he's still working on me Yeah. to make me what I ought to be. Amen. And uh, he's still working on me. I got things that I know are not right sometimes, but uh, he's working. He loves me. Well, what's so cute too about y'all's relationship is now you come over and y'all are picking on each other and laughing and yeah. having fun. I'm sure you get on each other's nerves occasionally, but it's uh, your relationship's just kind of a different dynamic too at this point. Yeah. Well, uh, she and I are totally different. Uh, we got. Three things basically in common. First and foremost is Jesus. Second is Georgia Tech, <laughs> and the third is fruitcake. <laughs> did did she did she tell you ask her that question? No. Did she say I, the same thing? No, I said, you know, there's something I've been wanting to ask you, and I'm kind of embarrassed that y'all are my parents, but and she looks all scared, and I'm like. You and Bubba actually like fruitcake. <laughs> You're the only two humans I know. I'm sure there are more because obviously somebody buys them, but they buy them just for decoration because it's part of Christmas. <laughs> so we eat them. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Send them to, what's your address? <laughs> send all your fruitcake. Send them to Missy. She'll no. give them to us. <laughs> oh, Lord. Don't send me no fruitcake. 
Well, I want to talk about your foster kids because that's a really cool project you just kind of took upon yourself. I want you to tell the story from the very beginning and share it. Well, uh, actually, I think next month will be two years I was in in our church. Mm -hmm. In our church, Vintage 242, I give credit, is so involved in foster kids and foster families and helping and struggling, and that's scriptural. Uh, to help the orphans and widows, and uh, mm-hmm. it's uh, they, their heart is so big into that, and it's been such a blessing. But they were talking about it, and I couldn't see any way that I could get involved in that. It mm-hmm. didn't. It really didn't phase me. Yeah. But one Sunday, I was sitting there, and the pastor's wife, as he was bringing the message, was sitting there with one of the foster kids, which, by the way, they'd taken into. Mm-hmm. They'd only, they'd only talk the talk. They walk the walk. Mm-hmm. But when you had, say taken into, they foster her. Yeah, they had two foster kids in their home for a while. Okay, okay. I don't think they're there now. They may have some more. I don't know what's going on exactly now with them. I know they're big time into supporting all those. Mm-hmm. And uh, anyway, they was this uh, little girl that was sitting next to her the pastor's wife, and she had her arm around her, and the little girl, to me, looked like a frightened puppy that was didn't know where her next meal or her next uh, who's going to hit me or what's going to happen to me. Aww. I didn't know. Yeah. And it just, at that time, just broke my heart. Mm-hmm. As the pastor uh, finished, he came down and sat by her, and the pastor's wife got up and was saying some stuff and the little girl got right up under him too and was uh, hugging him and I just slipped over and gave him a little money I said this is for that girl Mm -hmm. I didn't know what was going on yeah so the next Monday I was praying and the Lord spoke to me and he said all I need is two fish and five loaves Mm -hmm. and uh, I translated that into a dollar the two fish and five loaves is from the Bible when yeah, he, yeah, he, he fed, fed the mul- yeah. multitude. He said, I can take a little. Mm-hmm. Basically, I can take just a little bit and make a <clears> lot <throat> out of it. So I, I meet with a group of men called R.E.D., mm-hmm. retired and extremely dangerous. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> they named themselves that. Yeah. And uh, anyway, you know, it's kind of hard to go and say the Lord spoke to me and said, you know, not audibly. But in my spirit, they were so real, mm-hmm. uh, you know, to do this. Right. But I took my $1 uh-huh. and laid it on a little table we have where we meet. Mm-hmm. And I told them the story. And uh, there were about eight of us, and it was $114 there that first day. <laughs> wow. And it, they, he took my $1 right then. And multiplied And it. we've been doing that every Wednesday. Mm-hmm. Then... Part of my family have yeah. every time I have a birthday or a, or a Christmas, that's what I get for Christmas is dollars. <laughs> and so, uh, uh, for the foster kids, yes. And it's been going into that for two forever, years, two, for years. two years, yeah, nearly. And uh, also, I meet with a group of men from my family. Mm-hmm. And uh, we take it. We only meet once a month, but we take up. And we, when we meet at Vintage, we give the money to foster kids there. Wow, If yeah. I meet in another church, we put 
put into where they're meeting, mm-hmm. so which I think is right. Right. But um, you know, I I don't want to quit. I mean, this is I, this is he's taking this. He's multiplying. He's still multiplying. He's still it. multiplying. Taking a dollar and turning it into no matter. Uh, we we don't know what yet because it's still going. Just in Paulding County, if you would look at the amount of foster kids, mm-hmm. it would be overwhelming. I don't know the count. You can probably find it somewhere. Mm-hmm. Foster families, and, and we bought a cop too, so in Bartow, but. It's just going into pouring into kids' lives and trying to. Uh, I got a couple of new ones the pastor's wife told me about. I'm praying for, mm-hmm. and one of them had written a note says, "I am a piece of." I won't say the word on the podcast, but you can figure it out. And oh, she that's says, so sad. Yeah, it is sad, and she's not. She's a child of God. Yeah. And somehow we we got to get want to get to. If I had permission, I would say her name, but I don't want to get into that. But yeah. she's on my heart. I'll tell Missy later. But yeah. anyway, <laughs> anyway, that's basically where I'm now. Still doing it. Still trying to, you know, the Lord's doing it. But I want to say this about the Red Group. If I had come and taken this idea to the pastor's wife, I don't think it would have blossomed. But when I took it with the money. Mm-hmm. There was uh, proof in the pudding. Yeah. And uh, I took it to her, and she's been so supportive and so loving into it. That, yeah. Uh, it's just, uh, but that's where that is, and we're still doing it, so. Yeah. Dollar at a time. Dollar at a time. Yeah. It's amazing what that might turn into. You just don't know the seed you're sowing. Well, I don't have to know. You know, years ago, Missy, I would have wanted to know wherever dime went. Mm-hmm. But now I'm doing what he's called me to do. I believe it, and I'm happy with it. And I give All it you got to do is focus on a dollar. That's it. And he does the rest. Well, I do do two now, one for me and one for <laughs> my wife. But that's okay. That's still two people. Yeah, you got to take care of her. Yeah. Well, thank you for sharing all that. Yeah, well, thank you for asking. It's on my heart. I'm glad. Hope it gets out, you know. And uh, yeah. To see what goes on. I, I love the way that you and JJ have taken on this with me. Yeah. And how it's just. It's JJ, not me. Well, but, I, yeah. know she, I know your heart, so I know hers too, and you, I agree it's her and you. Yeah. But I know how much you care, so. Well, and I appreciate you always calling somebody. Sometimes it's me, but you always encourage people and you see the good in them, and I love that about you. Well, you know what? I learned a lesson. A.W. Tozer said this. If I can't save somebody, I can't judge them. So I can't save a soul, but I can love them. Yeah. You know, and uh, encourage. And, uh, you know, just, um, I just I love being encouraged. Yeah. I love somebody to encourage me, so I'm going to give that away. Yeah, got to give it away. Back. Yeah, it'll <laughs> come back. It'll bounce back. <laughs> Well, I love you. Thank you for coming on today. I love you, too. Thank you for having me. All right. Tell the people bye. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) Bye Bye-bye.